left and you came back. I left, me. but it means we've got new everything. Um, I, are you not going to give me an hour of nonsense? <laughs> I, I have full faith in you. No, Even that would be very unlike me just to rabbit on randomly with nothing that you can use for hours. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, it's just punishment, right? It would be very um, punishment. So <laughs> now, aside from this, did you want to do a nonsense we haven't done a nonsense one for a while, but I don't. I don't have any nonsense. What, do you have any nonsense? Nonsense. Um, do I have any nonsense? There's been some food stuff. Um, oh, I think like I don't know if it counts as nonsense, but there's been some really interesting photos um, from Polar Bird Doc, um, and photos that have been sent to Polar Bird Doc. So um, Kate Closer, who is um, an Akram uh, fellow, uh, she describes herself as semi-nomadic, so she's a fellow of the Australian College of Rural and Remote Medicine, um, who loves remote medicine and Antarctica, but is uh, currently, currently Macadoc, so she's on um, Macquarie Island, um, which is a sub-Antarctic island, and we've had a bit of a cold spell in southeast uh Australia and that has meant that there is snow falling on the outskirts of Melbourne as well as um, some rural and regional areas of New South Wales. I saw there was quite a bit of snow in Orange Um, and also Kate's had quite a bit of snow on Macquarie Island and a couple of people have been... It looked cold. It looked really, Mm. really cold. Cold, icy um, and snow and someone sent her a photo or posted a photo of some mummified massive penguin did you see that oh god yeah she has got this amazing life like really it is just like being on another planet there well she it's just invited us to go and visit but i'm a little concerned by the boat trip to be honest like i'm kind of i'm not really good with the outside you're not going with the outside at all. Do we have to put you in no. uh, like a bubble? What is it? What's that thing that they are going to have at yeah. one point? They were going to have like a geo, what was it, like a, I can't remember. I would need to be inside so I could see it. For, I don't, yeah, outside's not good for me. I don't like being too hot or too cold or too sunburnt or too sandy or, you know, I'm good with inside. I feel like. As, I like to see the outside. As you're describing this, I'm picturing you inside a snow globe. I'm picturing like we need to like, you know, just find like a, a big dome of glass and cover you in it because you, cause it will it will do everything you just said. Like you can see out, you can see the world outside, but you won't be outside <laughs> and we can all look at you. Yeah, well, that's that sort of reminded me, I was following this, there's been this vascular conference on today and um, a week or two ago I tweeted some tips if you're going to be a live tweeter and one of them included sit near the front but off to the side so you can take good photos but you also you don't want to sit in the middle and annoy everyone you need to be off to the side and there's a vascular surgeon called Jason and he was off to the side but he was off to the wrong side so when he took a picture of the speaker all he could see was basically the lectern and then there's sort of little eyes over the top of the lectern and he was like very poorly positioned and then he moved and then he took another picture, but unfortunately there, there was a panel. There were two um, two speakers sitting there. One speaker you could um, 
you could see Toby Richards, you could see him, him, and then there was another vascular surgeon totally hidden behind this massive computer screen that was like on the stage. It's like, who does that? Like seriously, it's like when you're at a, um, you know, eating dinner at a fancy restaurant and there's someone's decided to put a huge vase of flowers between you and the person like over you. It's like we need to really have like there should be maybe like a a social media concierge for conferences <laughs> just to make sure we can get like screens out of the way so we can see speakers. And I also think we should get like. You know, like when you're at a wedding and there's like reserved seats for the family, like live tweeters should be able to get the best seats in the house because that's going to be good for the speakers on the conference. What do you reckon? I reckon we should do it. We should propose that. You should maybe like a live, oh, now I've got it, like a live tweeting booth. Like, you know, when they do the Royal Variety performance in the Albert Hall. And you've got a little bit elevated. Everyone's sitting there. Right. And then finally at the very end, you're just about to start and then, you know, um, the royalty walks in and it's, you know, Harry and Meghan or, you know, the Queen or Prince Charles or whoever, and everyone claps when you arrive right. and then you sit down and then the show can begin. Yep. I think the live tweeting crew should be treated exactly like that. Right. Special seat. Did you? There should did, be beverages. Do you want trumpets? And, and shots that you can take. Do you, Trumpets. trumpets on <laughs> well, I've just got this image of it because you've said like like the royals, and I'm like thinking like, is there like yeah. a red carpet and the trumpets, or you just you just want other like VIP seating? I think if you've got the VIP seating, you also need to have. Well, I think you need to have power a power source. You need to be able to plug in whatever device it is that you're tweeting from. Well, that's right. And and in an ideal that's world, you'd have access yeah. to extra screens and. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like some key. Yeah. I mean, ideally, in order to do it full justice, you'd also want some of yes. the like information beforehand. But I think that, that, that that's no longer. But see, I think that's no longer the people's live tweeting because I'm quite clear that, that there's a difference between PR and a team of people yeah, for yeah. a conference who are design who are there to promote a conference versus an audience member. Uh, hello, we're, we're like the influencers, right? So when you go to like the Paris fashion you go, show. You can explain it. Get to be in the front row. Is it. Is this Tanya explaining? So forget mansplaining. <laughs> Tanya explaining. You're going to Tanya explain live tweeting to inquisitive gynae. Are yeah. you for real? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's happening. Exactly. It's happening. I'm that okay. offensive. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> we like. Okay. Well, we'll recheck um, the impressions that we got in Prato after after the Tanya explaining. <laughs> Please go ahead. We can have a Twitter off. Yeah. We can have a Twitter off. What do you reckon? Okay. Please, Tanya. <laughs> Not fair. Please. <laughs> You have got an unfair advantage. What's my unfair advantage? You are an obstetrician gynecologist, so you have an unfair advantage on the Twitter sphere, by the way. Why? You know. There's not many. Because people know what your job is. People know what your job is. No, pe- people don't know what my job is or how to spell it or that we're doctors. So no, no, no. But you're ahead. I'm not engaging with non-medical people primarily. Like this is primarily with med Twitter. So I think that that's like a false argument. Because primar- primarily <laughs> you're talking about tweeting conferences to other medical and healthcare professionals. Oh, there is true. no interaction. That's true. If- but much like much like these fashion bloggers okay. who, by the way, Go on, continue the tenor explaining. 
Fashion blogging so this sort of, Imagine that. So you're in Paris and there's like, you know, Chanel show and in the front row there's like Beyonce and then like some fashion blogger influence type. That's you, that's you and I. And so we should have like front row seats for that. But the thing is we're not being paid by the show or being paid by the conference. So I still think we are the people's tweeter. We're not actually, you know, I think if you're not being paid by the conference, you can still do whatever the hell you like. But I think a seat and a power source wouldn't go wouldn't go amiss. No, I think I, I'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Power. I mean, a power source is the, I mean, is key. It's, it's, I, it, it's useful yeah. to have had this conversation because it reminds me to pack these things uh, in my luggage because I'm about to fly out to Vienna to go to Amy, the Amy conference and then oddly get on a plane and fly back to Australia, but to Brisbane to then get a train down to the Gold Coast for the Australian Simulation Congress. So that's fairly random. You need your power. I need power. Yeah, you need also your power. It's kind of like I was trying to explain to my um, almost seven-year-old and my four-year-old nieces where I was going, and they call me Rara because mm-hmm. when they were when this almost seven-year-old was really little, she couldn't say Rebecca, and and for some reason didn't didn't try auntie. So I'm Rara. Um, and so she's like, Rara, where are you going on this plane that you're missing my birthday? Cause she's, I, she's actually like, oh, she's quite irate that I'm missing the birthday party, oh, which well, usually I would be too. So it's a strawberry shortcake yeah. theme. Did you know that strawberry shortcake is back in again? They've re they've, that Re- I was re- not aware. Rebooted I was strawberry aware. shortcake. Um, so she's having a strawberry yeah. shortcake themed, uh, birthday party. And she's like, well, that's just mean that you're not going to be here. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, just mean. I, did, I didn't <laughs> deliberately plan it that way. Um, I was hoping that the birthday party would be um, the weekend I got back, but alas, it is not. And um, and I said, well, I can bring you back lots of presents, at which point she perked up significantly and then gave me a long list. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying, she's like, yeah, what? Well. She knows the Gold Coast. She understands the Gold Coast. Um, and then we went through Vienna because my uh, mother's father was born in Vienna and he's still alive. Um, he's going to turn 90 next year. Um, yeah. And um, she's like, huh, you're going all the way over there, like all the way that far away, and then you're going to the Gold Coast? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, so the, the, that's, that's not a direct route to the Gold Coast. Gold Coast, by, you know, Melbourne, the six, Vienna, Gold Coast, like there are quicker ways to yeah, get the there. the six-year-old understands that the travel arrangements are very weird. Yeah, well, my kids are in the car at the moment with the text messages going, Mummy, there's signs everywhere. Stop it or cop it. What the hell is that? <laughs> What is- it's because you, it says you're not you're not allowed to text. You can't text. You can't touch your phone while you're driving. Oh, okay. So, which of course is a thing I would never do. So I don't know why they're saying, "Mummy, stop it or cop it." Oh. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs>